0: No matter how happy someone may be or how easy someone's life may seem, there's always things going on beneath the surface that they might not want to share, but it can still be really helpful to talk to someone. I know there's times where there's things I want to grow and heal from in privacy. I don't necessarily want to confide in the people I would usually turn to, because it's something so personal, but that doesn't mean I don't want advice or someone to help me gain understanding on the situation. Sometimes the perspective of someone who's not directly in your close circle can be so helpful. That's when I discovered BetterHelp Therapy. Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just someone who's going through a hard time, therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you guys about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible and that's so important because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out just a few questions, BetterHelp can match you with a professional therapist in just a few days. It's so easy to sign up and get matched with a great therapist. If you're interested and want to check it out, there's a link in my description. It's collective delusion. Not only do I want to help you guys find a great therapist and help you heal and grow, but by clicking the link, you can actually get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. BetterHelp is already so affordable, so the extra 10% off is such a sweet little bonus. Sometimes finding a therapist you click with can kind of be a tricky process, so if you don't really fit with the therapist you're matched with, you can easily switch to a therapist for free without stressing about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. It's so nice to be able to confide in your loved ones, but there are times when you want to deal with your personal issues and grow through those things with someone who can offer a very objective perspective. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com collectivedelusion That's better slash collective delusion. Thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hello, hello, happy Monday. I know we have a lot of new faces here today, so if you are new, welcome. You guys really seemed to like last week's episode, which made me so happy because it was so fun to film and I was just like, I wasn't sure if you guys were going to be into it because it's just like so different from a lot of the other episodes that I make. I know I really focus on like self-improvement and mental health. So I didn't know how you guys were gonna feel about it, but I was pleasantly surprised and that video brought a lot more people to the community. So, hi, welcome. My name is Vanessa. Thanks for coming. I'm glad you guys enjoy like the little fun episodes because those are kind of like little snippets of like other sides of my personality that you guys don't always see. I love the holidays. I love to celebrate. I love to do random fun things like read scary stories, get high, and make fudge. I'm glad the responses were very positive, and I will definitely be doing something like that again, because I definitely got some requests to do a similar episode, so stay tuned for that. But this week, I want to bring it back to our normal kind of topics and going a little bit deeper and looking inward. <laughs> And I want to talk about feelings, as if we don't talk about that enough on this podcast. But this is something that I've noticed with myself and something that I do. I just kind of noticed recently that I haven't really been thinking about my feelings and, like, how I feel. Which sounds, like, kind of weird, but I feel like a lot of times I just, like, tell myself how I should feel or what I should do or what I should think or what I should believe. And it's, like, should, 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 and I'm not actually taking the time to ask myself, like, wait... I know I should feel this way, or I think that I should, but how do I really feel? How does this make me feel? Why do I feel this way in this situation? How does this person make me feel? You know, like, I've kind of been realizing, like, I don't ask myself that question. I don't ask myself how I feel. I don't take the time to reflect on my own feelings. I just kind of tell myself, like, this is what's happening, or this is how I should feel, this is how it should be, so you're going to do this. And I feel like I base my actions off of, like, my thoughts rather than my feelings. And I feel like you have to have a healthy balance of doing both and acting out of both. So I wanna talk about that today. Like I said, it can just be so easy to ignore your feelings, suppress them, sweep them under the rug, deny them even. But it's so important to be in tune with how you feel and to honor those feelings by, you know, addressing them and acting with your feelings in mind. I think before we even like start to think or decipher a situation and, you know, find the logic or the rationale of the situation, any situation we're in, we're already feeling some type of way about it. Like we automatically feel, but then there's a million reasons why we might not listen to those feelings or we might not even notice that they're there, even though, like I said, they're automatic Sometimes they can kind of just be hidden behind your thoughts once you start to think about and analyze whatever the situation is. But like I said, sometimes we don't listen to those feelings because we don't want to feel that way. Or maybe because it's hard to deal with that feeling. Maybe because we know we shouldn't feel that way for some reason. Or like I said, we might not listen to our feelings because we don't even realize that they're there. Sometimes we really don't even notice how we're doing the opposite of how we feel or when our actions don't match our feelings because we're moving and acting based on our thoughts or how we want to feel, what we want to believe. But like I said, there's a difference between your thoughts and feelings and you have to find a balance of that and you have to understand how to decipher between those two. Like, is this a feeling or are these my thoughts? And doing that is so important in being true to yourself because if you're not honoring how you feel and considering your own feelings, you're not acting authentically. So let's dive more into, you know, ignoring and suppressing your feelings. Like I mentioned earlier, we can often tell ourselves what we want to believe or try to convince ourselves of something when in reality we feel a different way. Like you can't deny your feelings. That's why, you know, People say, like, your feelings are never invalid. Your feelings are always going to be valid. They're always going to be real and important because that's just how you feel. You can't deny feelings. If you hurt someone's feelings, you can't be like, oh, well, your feelings shouldn't have been hurt over that. (laughs) You know, like, that's not up for you to decide. Like, those are their feelings and you hurt them. It doesn't matter if you think that's rational or not. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, your feelings are always valid and they're always there they're always gonna tell you what you truly believe. So like I was saying, sometimes we'll tell ourselves something even though it's the opposite of the way that we feel because we don't wanna feel those feelings. We just wanna tell ourselves this and convince ourselves of this. But like I said, there's no denying how you truly feel. And that's why we'll suppress our feelings and deny our feelings and push them to the side because we don't wanna feel that way and we don't wanna believe those things. I think sometimes we even think if we ignore our feelings, they'll just go away or, you know, they'll turn into how we want to feel and what we want to believe. But I think ignoring your feelings only makes them more apparent. It only brings them out more and it only makes it more obvious that, like, you're not doing what's right. You're not being true to yourself. Ignoring and suppressing your feelings just kind of highlights that. So, you know what I'm going to (laughs) say? You have to honor your feelings and you have to address them. You have to not only take the time to ask yourself how you feel and recognize that feeling, but you also have to accept it. And you also have to understand, you know, like, this is the reality. This is how I feel. Now, what can I do about it? The answer isn't to run away from it or to hide it. You have to honor your feelings and address them, even if that feeling doesn't align with what you want because you feel that way for a reason. Like I said before, there's no denying your feelings, it comes automatically, it's strong, it's gonna tell you what you believe. You're feeling that feeling for a reason and you just have to discover what that reason is. Your feelings can really help you understand yourself and what you want and what you truly believe at your core, like your automatic beliefs and feelings about something. So your feelings can not only be a way of expressing yourself, but also a way of understanding yourself and learning about yourself. And I think by addressing your feelings, like yes, within yourself, addressing them and understanding them and, you know, facing your feelings and seeing them for what they are is great. But also addressing them to other people and talking about them with other people, that can kind of make it more apparent of like what you need to do. Or what actions you should take in whatever the situation is. If you don't take the time and ask yourself how you feel, it's easier to sweep your feelings under the rug and do what you think is best even if your feelings don't align with that. If you're not addressing your feelings and you're not thinking about how certain things or people or events make you feel, you'll probably base your actions and your decisions on how you should feel or what you should do or what you think might be best but like i've kind of been explaining ignoring your feelings goes against who you are so if you're making all these decisions and you're acting without considering your feelings and without addressing them and without accepting them you might end up miserable because your true feelings are going to come out sooner or later and you might look around and be like, wow, my life does not reflect my feelings. Like, this isn't what I believe, this isn't how I feel, this isn't what I want, because I never asked myself. I never asked myself how I felt. I never asked myself how certain things would make me feel. I never considered that, I just acted and decided. You know, like, I keep saying it, but you can't deny your feelings, they're always gonna be there, they're always gonna be real and powerful and creating a life without considering your feelings is gonna create a life that is not authentic to you. And it'll become much more obvious that you win against your feelings when those true feelings come out and look around and see that nothing aligns with how you feel. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. But I also have some examples to give you. So that I can clear things up. Okay. So let's say you've been working the same job for five years because you keep telling yourself that you love this job, okay? You're like, I love my job. Anybody who asks, greatest job I've ever had. (laughs) But then when it comes down to it, you realize you complain about your hours. Maybe you don't get enough. Maybe you have too many hours. You also know it's a long commute to get to this job. You know, it's not close to where you live. It's kind of out of the way. And you realize you don't really have any friends at your work either. So it's kind of just like you go into your job, you do your thing, you make your money, and you leave. It's not like really a experience, and it's not fun, and it's not exciting, and you don't really look forward to seeing anybody there or, you know, having a friend to chat with at lunch. You know, like you're just thinking about the aspects of the job, and they're not particularly great. But you love your job, right? Your job's great. That's what you always tell yourself. So, when you're considering all these aspects about the hours and the commute and the lack of friends and community that you have there, what about the job do you love? Are there any other aspects about the job that you actually like? (laughs) How do you actually feel about the job? Like, how do you feel when you're there? How do you feel when you're working? How do you feel before you're going to work? Are you dreading it? Are you excited? How do you feel as you're leaving? Are you, like, speeding out of the parking lot? Or are you like, wow, what a great day? Do you ever feel like finding a new job? Do you ever feel like changing your career path? Asking yourself how you feel will highlight everything that you like and don't like about the situation. Because a lot of times when we don't ask ourselves how we feel, we can easily just sweep our dislikes under the rug and we can be like, it's great, it's fine, this job is great for me. Like despite all those aspects that aren't great, you know, it's a good job and it looks good on my resume or I get paid really well, so it's fine. it's like, yeah, those are good things, but like, how do you feel about the job overall? That's important too. So addressing your feelings allows you to highlight and point out like all the things that make it worth it or not to you because of how you feel. And that's why like feelings are different for everyone like not everyone is going to consider these aspects and be like i don't feel like i like my job some people are going to be like these aspects are fine i'd like this job i feel good about this i liked like what i'm trying to say is like take two different people and put them in the same job they might feel two completely different ways about it because your feelings are individual to you not everyone feels the same way that's why people disagree and fight and all that (laughs) But do you see how someone could look at this job and think like, this is a good job or the money is good. So I'm going to tell myself that I love this job and this job is great because I think I should because of these aspects. But once you consider how you feel, you'll really know and you'll be able to make a decision that is best for you. And why I mentioned like the two different people earlier and how people have individual feelings is because... Someone might, like I said, consider these aspects and be like, Well, I don't really feel like I'm that excited to go into work. And some of these things do bother me. But overall, I feel like this is still a good job and I feel like it's worth it. And then the other person might be like, Well, because of all these aspects, I don't feel like this job is worth it to me. I don't feel like, even though the money's good and this is a good job for my resume, I don't feel like it's going to work for me in my life because it's going to either mess up my schedule or deteriorate my mental health or, you know, like everyone is so individual that their feelings are based on other aspects of their life and different ways they feel about things and just everything. Like it gets so deep, but I hope you can see what I'm trying to say in that situation of like how you can have this job and tell yourself it's great and you think it's great because you keep telling yourself that and everyone you meet, you're like, I have this great job and I love it. But when you sit down with yourself and you address your feelings and you take the time to think about how you feel when you go into work and how you feel when you leave and how you feel when you're there and whether or not you feel like it's worth it, that's when you'll really know, like, is this a good job for me? Is this the right decision? Whether or not it should be. You know what I'm saying? And I think from this example, you can also see how ignoring your feelings can leave you in a position that you don't want to be in, you know, like in a job that you don't really like, that doesn't really make you happy or that kind of makes you miserable. It's so important to consider your feelings because although there might be things that we should do or things that are best for us, quote unquote, it's not best for us and it's not the thing to do if we don't feel like it's right, if we don't feel like it's benefiting us. And that doesn't mean you should always let yourself slip and be like, well, I don't feel like doing my homework. So I'm not going to do it. Like, that's not what I'm saying. You know, consider your feelings, address them, and then make a decision based on like logic and reasoning as well. Like you need to do your homework so you can pass your class and you can go to the next grade or whatever. I'm just giving random examples now. But like, I'm trying to say, like, yes, address your feelings and consider them, but don't, like, use it as an excuse to let yourself slack off or to avoid responsibilities. Now, I also want to talk about feelings in another way. I want to talk about times where you put your feelings aside for others. I think a lot of times, we can kind of put people above or before us in certain situations which typically kind of ignores how we feel about the situation. If we're putting people ahead of us or before us in a way that doesn't allow us to have a say or doesn't allow us to feel some type of way. And that can totally be okay with smaller things, but you can't ignore your feelings with things that you truly care about or things that are going to really affect you because that'll end up having more negative effects. So for example, like smaller things would be you're going to grab lunch with a friend and you're trying to decide what you guys are going to eat and you're like, hey, I'm really craving pizza, but I know you said you really want sushi, so I'm down for that. You know, like, I can get pizza another time. Let's go get sushi if you really want that. Like, I'm going to put my wants and feelings about what I want to eat aside because it's not that big of a deal. Like I said, I can eat pizza another time. This person really wants sushi. Let's make them happy. Like, let's go get sushi. I'm down. That's a smaller example because it doesn't matter, it doesn't have any lasting effects, it's a simple choice that doesn't hurt anybody, no harm done. But a bigger and a more effective example of putting your feelings aside for somebody else would be, let's say your friend wants to date your ex who you recently broke up with, you know, you're kind of freshly out of this relationship, so you still kind of have feelings for them because the feelings don't die immediately as the relationship ends. But your friend wants to date this person and you tell her, like, it's fine, it's okay, like, I'm over it, you can date him, it's okay, right? And then your friend is like, okay, cool, like, thanks. They start dating your ex and your friend. And now that you see them together, all your feelings are coming up, even if it's not like, oh, I want this person back, it's just, like, uncomfortable feelings of, like... Maybe I wasn't ready for this to happen. I wasn't ready to see all that, you know? Wasn't ready to see them with another person, let alone my friend. So because you ignored your feelings and you told your friend like, go for it, do it anyways, I don't care, ignore your feelings by saying I don't care. You ended up hurt because you knew you felt some type of way still, but you still let it happen and now you're upset, now you're hurt, now you feel bad. And not only can you end up hurt from that, But you can also end up ruining your friendship with that friend because you might end up blaming them or you might not want to hang out with them anymore because they're always with your ex. (laughs) You know, like certain issues can come up and disrupt that friendship as well. So it's like not only are you hurt, but you might have lost a friend. It's going to be harder to heal now through this process. It's just like so many things can come up from ignoring those feelings. But if you were honest in the beginning and you just straight up honored your feelings and said, I don't feel comfortable with that, things could have turned out a lot differently. So I think in times like that, it's hard because you might think you're like going with the flow or you're compromising, but in reality, you're actually ignoring your wants and needs, which, like I explained, can hurt you in the long run. I think there's always room for everyone to be happy or to be able to come to an agreement. So you shouldn't feel like you ever have to ignore your own feelings for someone else's comfort or happiness. Even if you want to be nice, even if you want to be the chill girl, it's only going to end up badly. It's only going to end in hurt or discomfort. It's okay to have feelings that you're uncomfortable with. It's okay to have feelings that you don't want to be there, like in that like ex situation you might be upset or angry that you're hurt by this because you don't want to feel any type of way towards your ex you want to be over them you want to be like it's fine to see my ex and my friend together because i don't care and that's a lot of times like i said one of the reasons why we ignore our feelings because we're like yeah no it's fine like i want to believe it's fine i want it to be fine so i'm going to say it's fine and then it turns out it wasn't fine (laughs) It wasn't and it would have been better to just honor your feelings and to accept that that's why i said acceptance is like one of the most important things when dealing with your feelings because you can't deny them they're there and it's best to just honor that and let it run its course but it is okay to feel it's even okay to feel ways that you don't want to feel it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to express your feelings to other people I don't know. I just want to say that because I feel like feelings can be a very taboo subject and something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. And understandably so. Like, it's hard. It's uncomfortable. But it's also important and it's also necessary. And I also want to say that everyone's feelings matter and deserve to be considered in a situation. That's why I'm saying you never have to feel like you have to put your feelings aside for someone else to be happy or for someone else to be comfortable. There's room for everybody to have feelings. So consider your own feelings by taking the time to ask yourself, how do I feel or how does this make me feel? And then base your actions on those answers. I want to emphasize that because I I mean, I've kind of been saying that throughout this whole episode, like address your feelings, accept them. And if you want to move forward authentically, move forward with your feelings in mind. And I also want to address when it comes to sugarcoating how you feel about someone or something to kind of spare someone else's feelings you're not actually doing them a favor like you might think we all know honesty is the best policy and it really is important to just be honest with your feelings even if it might not be what somebody else wants to hear at least at that point when you're honest everyone knows the truth and everyone's on the same page Honesty just helps create mutual understanding. And that doesn't mean you have to be rude, but you can be blunt or straightforward without ill intention, without wanting to hurt anybody else's feelings. Being honest about how you feel, like I said, you know, helps everyone be on the same page and understand the truth of the matter. But it also helps you, you know, practice expressing your feelings and being okay with... Other people reacting however they're going to react. That's up to them, not you. Like I said earlier, everyone's feelings matter in a situation. Your feelings matter in the situation. And you shouldn't apologize or feel bad for expressing how you feel. As long as you do it in a respectful, kind way, everyone is entitled to their opinion. Everyone is entitled to their feelings. And you're simply being authentic by being honest with how you feel. Like I said, as long as you're nice about it. (laughs) I just have to throw in little disclaimers here and there because I don't want people to think that some of the things I say are like loopholes into being a bad person (laughs) or slacking off in some sort of way. Like I said earlier, like saying like, oh, I don't feel like going to work, so I'm just not going to go. Like, no, I wasn't trying to give you an excuse to say that. And I'm not trying to give you an excuse now to be rude to people. I'm just saying express yourself. You guys know what I'm saying. I'm like, y'all have been listening to me long enough. You probably know what I'm about to say before I even say it at this point. I honestly love that when I'm listening to a podcast and I like know what they're about to say. I'm like, we are we're in sync right now. Okay, so with all of this being said, I want to talk about how to be in tune with your feelings. Because I just mentioned why it's so important and la-di-da. I feel like the least I can do is like explain to you guys and help you out help you understand how to be in tune with your feelings, identify them, be comfortable with them, all of that. And some of these things I'm about to say are going to sound really simple and they're going to sound really obvious, but that's because they are. (laughs) So like I mentioned a couple times throughout this episode, taking the time to ask yourself how you feel instead of forcing or convincing yourself to feel a certain way or how you think you should feel allows you to understand what you truly want. When you actually sit down and dissect a situation, it's going to become obvious how you feel about it, but it's so easy for us to tell ourselves things and convince ourselves of things when we don't ask ourselves, when we don't address our feelings. So like I said, that sounds simple, but actually when you take the time to consider your feelings of each aspect of a situation, it becomes much more obvious what you need to do, what your next step should be, how you should move forward. Next, I think addressing your feelings and talking about them with others especially can make your feelings more apparent and even easier to understand and identify in other situations because when you talk to somebody about how you feel, you usually kind of take it step by step and, you know, they'll be engaged. Maybe they'll ask questions and they'll bring up points that you didn't even consider It can just kind of make your feelings more obvious to you, but also easier to understand because you have another perspective to kind of bounce around ideas with. And then, like I said, in future situations, you have that knowledge and you have that perspective to kind of help you identify your feelings and understand them. Next, I think breaking down the situation is so helpful because you're able to consider each aspect individually and how it makes you feel. That just makes it so much more apparent how you feel when you take each aspect and you think about it by itself and then you think about it overall. You're like, well, five aspects out of six I didn't like and I didn't feel good about. So overall, I can see this probably isn't the right thing for me. Like the job example that I mentioned earlier. When you think about each aspect of the job, like the commute and the hours and your experience at work, When you consider how you feel about each of those things, it really highlights how you feel about the job as a whole. I think another good way to be in tune with your feelings is to kind of practice understanding how you feel and becoming familiar with those specific feelings. And to do that, I think you just apply it to different situations that you're in. So when you're doing certain things, think about what kind of thoughts that activity provokes does the activity provoke positive or negative thoughts that can kind of expose how you really feel about that thing because even if you're convincing yourself and you're telling yourself oh i love this thing it's great for me when you actually think about what kind of thoughts you have and your thought processes during that activity or while you do those things you'll realize oh why do i think so negatively when i do this i must really not enjoy it (laughs) or it must be something that's challenging for me or uncomfortable Or, oh, I have really positive thoughts when I do that. It must be something that's really calming or really fun, really exciting. That can be such a good way to help you identify certain feelings. And that can help you in future situations identify how you feel about something. If you can't figure out how you feel about it, turn towards your thoughts and what kind of thoughts you're having. And that usually will provoke feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's also so important to dismiss any ideas of what you think you should do. Or how you think you should feel. Because that can really be what's holding you back from expressing yourself authentically. And also recognizing your true feelings when they oppose that should. When you have this idea in your head of like, oh, I should feel this type of way. Or, oh, I should do this. It's the right thing to do because it's what I should do. It's the right way to feel because it's how I should feel. When you release all of that, you'll be able to welcome in your actual thoughts and feelings. The things that come automatic. And you'll be able to accept those feelings when you see signs of them. Because when you're stuck in that mindset of like, oh, well, I should do this. I need to do it because I should and it's good for me. I should really be feeling this way even though I don't feel that way. When you're stuck in that headspace, you won't even accept like any feelings that oppose that, any feelings that challenge that. So letting go of that and dismissing those ideas is really helpful to identify how you actually feel about that thing. Try not to get caught up in the should, because like I said, not everything works for everyone. People are individuals. People feel different ways for different reasons. And what someone else should do, what's best for someone else, is not going to be what you should do. It's not going to be what's best for you. So try not to get too caught up in the should of it all. And last but not least, I want to just say, trust your gut because that is the most automatic feeling you'll ever get and that is the most true and real feeling you can ever have because I know feelings can be confusing they can be hard to deal with they can be hard to identify they can be hard to accept like I've been talking about it for an hour now but your gut feeling is like a different story your gut feeling is something that comes and it's so powerful you can't even ignore it you can't even look past it you can try to but it'll end up showing you that you should have followed it it'll end up showing you that it was right. Your gut feeling is going to be a calm feeling. It's going to be something that you're very sure of because it's a feeling of knowing. It's not a feeling of guessing or thinking or assuming. It's a feeling of knowing. When you get a gut feeling, you know something. And that's why people say, like, you'll get gut feelings in, like, bad situations because, like, humans are so complex. We are animals. We have instincts. We're very primal. And I think our gut feeling is a great example of that because it's kind of like an instinct. It's kind of like, it's just something that you can't ignore. It's just something that everyone has. It's inside of you. It's going to tell you what to do. It's going to tell you what the right next move is, what the next step forward should be. So when you get that feeling, trust it, listen to it, honor it. It will never steer you wrong. I'm going to say it again. There are so many reasons we ignore, suppress, or just don't recognize our feelings, but it's so important to learn how to identify them in every situation and to be able to act accordingly, to be able to act with your feelings in mind. Ignoring your feelings, whether you're doing it purposefully or not, it can end up hurting you and negatively affecting your life in ways that you didn't even realize it could. I know sometimes we think we're being strong or we think we're being brave when we ignore our feelings or when we're cold-hearted and no one can access the vulnerable feeling side of us. I know some people think that's like a cool thing to do or like I said, they think that's brave. But the way that you feel matters, it's not something to be ashamed of, it's not something to be uncomfortable with, it's something to understand and utilize. When you can confront your feelings, understand them, identify them, accept them, and utilize them, you're in a great place. You're moving authentically. You're moving based on how you feel and what you believe. Understanding your feelings and being able to act with them in mind is a powerful tool. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. That's why I wanted to have this conversation with you guys. It is always best to just slow down, address your feelings on the situation, And move forward truthfully and authentically. You should always be living your life in ways that feel good to you. Emphasizing, feel good to you. Because like I mentioned a bunch of times before, everyone's different. Everyone feels different. Do what feels good to you. That is what's right. Everyone is so different and so individual that there's no right or wrong. Because everyone's going to do what feels good to them. And that's what's right. That's the right thing to do. You can't go wrong doing that. There's no reason to feel bad or to not enjoy your life or what you're doing or where you're at when you're the one in control. Identifying your feelings and acting based on them will allow you to take the reins of your life into your own hands and it'll allow you to feel your best. (sighs) That's really all I have for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode like pretty much every episode that i make this is kind of what i've been feeling recently and what i've been thinking about and trying to apply to my own life and i always want to share what i'm learning and what i'm doing with you guys so that we can kind of learn and grow together and i also love to kind of gain perspective on the topics that i talk about like i want you guys to tell me what you think about this and your experience with this and your understanding I always want it to be, like, an open conversation and something that is thought-provoking to you. So, I hope you guys gained something from this episode. And if you have anything to share, go ahead and comment on YouTube or Instagram. You can DM me. Whatever you want to do. So, thanks for tuning in. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, welcome to all the new faces. It's so exciting when people join and there's new people listening so hello (laughs) and if you guys are on youtube there's been a lot of love on youtube recently that's good to see um but if you're on youtube go ahead and subscribe like this episode comment your thoughts um chat with me and other people in the comments and then turn on my notifications so you know every time i upload a new episode all the good things and if you're listening on audio you can rate my podcast five stars, and you can leave a very lovely, kind review. <laughs> but seriously, I appreciate everyone who has done that. So if you have a few seconds, it really takes like 10 seconds. Feel free to do that. I appreciate it so much. And if you want to follow the socials, the TikTok is at collective delusion Pod, The Instagram is at collective delusion Podcast, And my personal Instagram is at KillNessa with three L's in the kill. If you feel like checking my page out thank you guys for coming to chat with me this week it's always so much fun and i will see you guys so soon